Welcome one and all to the Dark Hollow Podcast. I'm your host, Phil. As always, to my right, Papa Joe. Hello. In studio with us tonight, the wonderful Rachel and Becca. Good evening, ladies. Good evening. And joining us via telephone, Rachel's cousin, Ashley. Hello. Hi, Ashley. How are you? Good. How are you? (laughs) And and Renji. Don't forget Renji. Renji's joining us as well. Excellent. So, So, briefly, this week, we saw some interesting news hit the mainstream, kind of like what we were talking about uh, last week. Uh, There's been the suggestion that it's a possibility that there is an alien mothership in the solar system. (laughs) What are your thoughts on that? So... You know, I I read this and I was super excited because I'm like, oh my god! Because if you read any of the news articles on it, it all starts out with like the the government's uh, agency on tracking UFOs yeah, is Pentag- releasing like the Pentagon right. is claiming that, yes. and I'm just sitting there like, what what is going on? What is the evidence they have? Mother of God, is this finally the release? Are they telling us what's going on? And then. The further uh, in. Yeah, it, well, the further in, there was nothing more. It was basically like this piece where they were just like, hey, guys, guess what? There could be a mothership up there, but I'm not saying there is. It's like well, the most randomized. And the guy who did it is the yes. one who uh, last year, a couple of years ago, where that meet, or whatever that object was that came in, that um, it, it came in from outside our solar system. There was, he was a guy from Harvard and he's like, oh yeah, th- this could be a UFO. And the people, comet. Or, yeah, people ate him yes. alive, but he wasn't saying it was, he was saying it could be. And it's like, I understand that. But now when this just happened and he's attached to that again, it's like, is it just to garner some notoriety? Is is he about to publish his book I, and just wants his name in the paper again? I, I get the idea, though. He Because this article outlines that it's a draft research report. It's authored by Sean Kirkpatrick, the director of the Pentagon's All-Domain Anomaly Resolution Office, or AARO. AARP? <laughs> <laughs> no, no, not quite the same. And Abraham, I believe his last name is Loeb. L-O-E-B. I'm not sure. I'm probably mispronouncing that, and I that's apologize. That's the way I read it in my head. So everyone that's, right to me. that's listening. But he is the chairman of Harvard Harvard University's astronomy department. So it's not, that's him, it's yeah. not like he doesn't have credentials. No, but by the same token, if I was to sit there and say, mm. hey, uh, a researcher just said uh, Bigfoot, uh, you know, Bigfoot may be in the woods walking around right now. And you're like, oh, my God, it's a news article about and this is a researcher. And then you open it up and it's like, yeah, he could be. Yeah. I, my, so my, my draw initially was the government connection. Right. Um, because last time that that didn't exist. So. Right. That was my big my big, you know, draw to this. Well, that was topic. The, and that's that going back to what we, we talked about. Was, it just seems weird that it's all the same thing. So, there's nothing more. There's no talk of the research article. There's there's not. <laughs> hey, Renj. There's, there's, there's nothing else. It's just the same thing on across all platforms. Yeah. Right. I noticed it, that. Joe told me about it. And he was like, oh, by the way, did you see this? And I was like, what? No. Because I will do spooky stuff all day, every day. When it comes to like alien stuff that's what freaks me out that's when like i can't sleep i gotta watch a cartoon before i watch signs or something like that before (laughs) i go to bed who's to say this mothership hasn't been sitting out there for 
centuries, decades. Well, but there's you know? no mothership for them to show is the problem. Right. Well, That's, like right. if they even had pictures of something and they're like, we don't know what this is. It could be a mothership. It would have been a, a cooler story. It was just the fact that it was like, this could be happening. It's like, yes. And also the... The, it the, could not be happening yeah. too. There That's could, also a possibility. There could also be a person on a bicycle flying around through space. That the faster he pedals, the faster he goes. And it's like, really? That's amazing. Where are the facts? So it's like, well, I don't have facts. I'm just saying, could be, could be, could be. Thanks. Yeah. So that definitely was a letdown. I mean, I see your. I, I definitely see your connection. The idea that. I mean, even 10 years ago, if a scientist had made this claim, oh, sure. the government would have come in and been like, nope, done. Well, the like, fact that he's the head of Harvard University's astronomy right. department, I, I mean, at this point. Do you know the only thing uh, I, did you see any interviews? I, I did not. Neither did I. And the only I thing I wondered any. is, was this one of those cherry picked things where someone overheard him saying that statement. Oh, absolutely. And it was just blown way out of proportion. And if you went back and actually asked him, he would have been like, yeah, I was talking to my eight-year-old nephew and he said, <laughs> Are there, uh, well, there could be a mothership right now. Somebody happened to catch it on audio. Yeah. Like, well, honestly, anyone <laughs> listening, if you have any insight, we appreciate it. So hit us up on our website. Absolutely. Give us we, your we, thoughts too. Like, yeah. We like to hear what other people we, have to say. I also want to go back for a second because Becca pointed something out and it's just one of those things I've always, I'm curious about. So your big fear oh, is, it, is aliens. <laughs> like, now I just feel to, that though. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. You, oh my you God, forgot she more. was here for Ten, a second. No, I didn't She's forget. I got excited <laughs> because now I'm not the only one getting called out for No, it. I was going to go around <laughs> the circle. Like, I've never had a scary movie scare me, but signs with the aliens is the yes. only movie that's freaked me out i would punch it right in the face i'm not gonna <laughs> lie <laughs> that's just, why you get to just go first. thinking about the right, possibility <laughs> of walking down the road in in the middle of nowhere and it's dark and all of a sudden you see this creepy like alien figure or Wait. even spaceship. Like I, I was so freaked out the night that I went chasing after Jupiter <laughs> and <laughs> Venus. But wait, Jupiter. I, I want to clarify for just a second. Let, let me start oh back my. with Becca for for just saying. When you're saying like the UFO thing, or like, is it just the idea of something else coming here? It doesn't matter what it looks like. Are you afraid of like the cliched gray with the the giant black eyes and the big head and the tiny body? Like, what is it that that terrifies you? Know, you? I haven't really. I guess put too terribly much thought into it. I just, I don't know. I keep getting this idea of like, what if I went and got hypnotized and they did this like regression oh and God. what if I was picked up and there's a reason why I'm supposed to forget it. There's... So when people start talking about it, I'm like, uh, I don't want to talk about it. I don't want to, I don't want to break right. that right. wall and oh. it freaks me out. I just, I don't want to see All them. Right. I, now I got to ask Ashley, yeah, like, wanna... what is, <laughs> what is it that, that freaks you out about it? Um, I guess if like they can come here, they have more technology on them and all oh, the movies. I think that's my so thing. They can I'm hear us there. from where I'm they are. <laughs> they hear us <laughs> talking and they're like, let's go scare that one. So, right. but, 
but with hers, that's a very like, like yours makes sense. I mean, in a way, like the, the way you're saying it, hers is very logical in the sense of I'm afraid <laughs> of something that would have that much more technology yes. that could come here and kick my ass. Well, that is also a huge part of it, but that's why I feel like there's also this weird thing about them that if I, if I talk about them, they're going to show up. Right. You're going to will right. them into existence. Yeah. So to speak. That's when uh, they're like going to come by and I'm like, I don't want sort that. Of thing? Yeah. yeah. I, I get, I <clears throat> definitely understand that. So what's yours, Rachel? Like yours is. Um, I think it's a lot of the fear of the unknown. And again, on what Ashley said is, you know, we don't know what they're capable of. Right. You know, um, I'm sure they know what we're capable of, and it's mm-hmm. probably nothing compared to what they're capable of. Well, I mean, now in reality, they're probably thinking the same thing. If there's aliens out there, and they're like, "Oh God," yeah. <laughs> yeah. Right. and then we show up, and they're like, "Oh, that's not that bad. They're just a bunch of dum dums." <laughs> All right, yeah, that's true. Butters, what's yours? What, what's your paranormal thing that you're afraid of? It's got to be something. I, I don't want to say I'm afraid of all of it, but all of it. Well, I, I mean, like my, I mean, you're my thing terrified is, of Randonautica. We talked. <laughs> <laughs> that is true. That that creeps me out, and it's just because I don't understand how it works. But I think that speaks to my whole experience as I don't understand any of this, so it all is kind of creepy. But right. at the same time, like it kind of thrills me yeah, to be well, creeped out of a course. bit. So I like it. But I don't think there's one thing specifically that creeps me out more okay. than another, except possibly like the possession thing. And again, I think right. that probably also goes back to my childhood being raised Catholic and having all these yeah. horrible, yeah. like, yeah. you hear the worst of the worst about this stuff. And I'm not saying like that's a good thing to have happen. Certainly not. But I'm saying that was drilled into my head at a young age. Yeah. So I for me, that. that's probably the scariest. Okay. Okay. I get that. How about you? Uh, Papa Joe's uh, not afraid of anything. Oh yeah, I'm uh, bad. <laughs> bad. I, I am. I honestly, I am not afraid of many things, and I'm not saying that because I'm like some macho guy. You all know me. Like yep. it's not. <laughs> I am not like beat my chest macho, but I will tell you, like very rarely am I scared of anything because my theory on it is, it's like, like the ghost thing. I know people who they'll be like that house right there. There's it's it's haunted, and you're like really. Let's go in and check it out, and they're terrified. I'm like why. Like, oh, well, no, it, like they can't go in there. And I always I always say to, my, to anybody like that, it's like, okay, I have known many people in my life that have died from cancer, from diseases, from things like that. Do you know what I've never known? Anybody who's died from a ghost. I've never <laughs> met one know that of. I know of. Maybe not. But that's why, like, I look at it and I'm like, um... I'm pretty sure I'm going to be able to walk into this spooky building and walk out. So that doesn't but fear like, me. If a or, or ghost gives you like a heart attack, you're going to say, they died of a heart attack. They didn't so die from a ghost. Well, yeah, but I don't know anybody that's ever walked into a spooky building and come out. Dead. Like they, we had to call come an ambulance dead. and they're dead. <laughs> you, you don't wake um, up dead? Sometimes. <laughs> no, so, but, but you're asking me, here's the one thing. I'm going to tell you right now, the one thing that absolutely, I'm talking shit a kitten terrifies me <laughs> is... Black eyed children. Oh, yeah. Yeah. So the yeah, black eyed children. Yeah. I remember. I so that. that's so the right answer. Back, back when I worked, at, back when we worked at the jail. So there was plenty of time I have to come in at like you had to be there at three in the morning for an overtime shift. So I'd get up 
you know, and I'm driving out to this jail, I'm tired, and I would always put on um, Coast to Coast, right? Yeah. Of course, who doesn't love Coast to Coast? I love Coast to Coast. If you're listening and to so, this, you probably yeah, know probably what we're talking about. Coast to Coast. <laughs> so I would put it on, and it's like, I could listen to them tell stories about whatever, and we live in a very rural area. I'm driving in the middle of nowhere. It's 2.30 in the morning, and it's like, Oh, we're going to talk about goblins hiding under a bridge. Like, whatever. Like, oh, we're going to talk about what lurks in the dark that's running beside your vehicle while you're driving. Like, whatever. I'm fine with it. Then they'd start in there like, you hear tapping. Little tap, tap, tap on your window. <laughs> and you, you open the door and there's a little child and he won't look at you. It's he goes, time to eat. He goes, can I, can I come in? Can I come in? You're like, what? Who are you, kid? And the kid looks up at you, and they've got like the black eyes. You close the door, and they're scratching on the windows. I'm, I'm sitting there, like pulling up to the jail, going, "Oh God, this I thing. can't get out of my truck now. I, I need have, an escort into I the have, building." I have goosebumps right now. So like, that, that to is me creepy. is terrifying. Like, Real quick, yeah. when I worked in healthcare, I took care of an elderly. And she would come running out of her room every oh, night. And she would say that the black-eyed children are standing outside in my window. They're under my bed, and they're on the roof. Nope, put her down. Oh put her God. out of her mind. Oh, oh, put her down. She's, 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 she's an old and woman. She had now. a wonderful oh, life, and she is living in terror. Lord. It was always between <laughs> 2 and 4 in the morning. And of course, that's the Jeez. least amount of staff in the building. And least amount of staff but, in the building. But it's can a I, witch when you have, have, <laughs> so when you get reports like this from from the people you're taking care of, you have to do parameter checks and to oh, go sure. outside and do parameter uh, checks by perimeter, yourself. Perimeter, you are uh, perimeter, perimeter checks. Perimeter, excuse me. <laughs> I gotta check my parameters. Uh, uh, hey, let me tell you something. You have to. It's funny that you say that because my boss corrected me on that the other day. Um, <laughs> You will learn that I don't speak English very well. That's terrifying on, a, on like another level. Like, because that's that. Well, once again, let's go back to signs for a minute. Where the little girl, he opens his eyes, and the little girl's like, I'm thirsty. There's an alien outside my window, and I'm thirsty. Can I have some water? That's that's exactly what happened to you. You're right. sitting there, and some old woman comes running out and says, like, The black eyed children are outside and under my bed. And you're like, Shit. Now I have to go outside <laughs> and look around Every for black eyed children. Every time you would have to do that, and then we'd have to go and do a basement check, and then we'd have to go do a full, thorough inside building check on top of the outside building check. Sure, but can I ask you something quickly? Yes. Because this is kind of leading into our topic here uh, tonight with Ashley. But didn't you say that this was kind of a common thing when someone was getting ready to uh, to leave this world? Uh, when oh my gosh, I lost you up. for a minute. Hold, hold on. Oh, you, sorry, we lost the call. You're back. <laughs> She's back. Excellent um, work. Okay, repeat that again. Sorry. So what, what? didn't you say this was like a common thing amongst some of the... The people that you were caring for as yes. the, as their time was coming to an end, yes. that they would see children. Um, I've never I, I remember heard of, no. I've never heard of, put, well, that Put sucks. me in the home where the cat comes by and the cat um, curls up with you so when you that, die. That I don't want to see the other thing, black too. Morris. We had a house cat. Yeah. His name was Morris. And he would literally sit by people's doors and he would it was like yeah, he I've heard knew of that. when it was, and it would yeah. be like a week yeah. to a couple of days. He would sit out by their doors, That's and crazy. he would actually try to sneak into their rooms as to like eat them? people. Yeah, that's what I thought. 
More so sweet there. cat. He was, and yep. he knew. He knew a lot of it. Like animals sense things that we don't. Mm-hmm. And sure. for sure, whenever sure. he started acting up like that and sitting out people's doors, like we knew something was coming. Sure. So along yep. that topic, but wait, wait, just before we get into this, hold on. I have heard of people in like hospice care seeing like loved ones coming to visit. Mm-hmm. I have I have heard of that numerous times. Like oh, the, oh, I saw my brother last night, and it's like oh, that's such a wonderful thought that your we, loved ones. I mean, ones, we had that occasion. I, I know, but I'm just saying like that right there is I'm that's not my saying, luck. No, I'm not that's saying my that's... luck. It's just like, hey, no, 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 no. When, time out, time out. No, no. I'm just saying when butters <clears throat> when butters goes to die, it's like oh, I saw the ghost. Or I saw my family. Me, it would be like, oh, I'm dying. He's like, what, what, what are you seeing, Joe? Like, uh, the black-eyed <laughs> children are hiding outside. But it, this was a unique case because, as I recall, it wasn't. It was not black-eyed children. It was just like, can you tell the kids to stop playing outside? Things like that. So yes, they weren't terrified of, of them, but too. there was a lot of like, mm-hmm. they would say, "Hey, I'm I'm hearing kids like yelling outside. Can you tell them to not play outside yep. my window?" So, so it's not necessarily the black-eyed children, but they're they're like kind of seeing through the veil, maybe. Yeah. Sure. Oh, and yeah. I, I would also like to point out how funny is it that the elderly people who normally shake their fist and tell their kids to get off the lawn are <laughs> yeah, still yeah. doing it as they head into the afterlife. <laughs> <That's> <laughs> like, Nurse, the, the children outside. You got get them off. Alone. Get them off my lawn. <laughs> huh. Tell them to slow down in their cars. Yeah, blurring that that music. God. on this topic of being able to sense things that others don't ashley is uh i don't know ashley how would you how would you describe uh your 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 ability i guess um that's tough i know i heard rachel say sensitive before maybe maybe like that sure that works what um so I have, I've, obviously, Ashley's my cousin. We grew up, we're close. Um, tell us about some of your, like, first experiences that you remember. So, my very, like, first one that I don't necessarily remember, but my mom tells me stories. Um, she'd always tell me that I'd freak out about this guy watching me, like, at night. And then she went through a picture book and I pointed him out in the family like photo book. And I was like, oh, this is him. And she was like, oh, that's okay. He's like a protector of our family. And I still see him every now and then. I don't see him clearly now though. I just see like a black figure. So, but you can tell like the vibe. Right. Okay. So what do you mean by you can tell by the vibe? What's the vibe? Like, it's calming, almost. Mm-hmm. It's not scary or anything. Okay, that's a good vibe. <laughs> that's a good vibe. Much, yes. much better it's than... <laughs> so, um, I know that you personally have blocked a lot of things out growing up. Yeah. Um, and just to speak on this a little bit, I do remember going through some of these experiences with you, and I do... Uh, remember some of the nights that um, I would stay over with you and your mom and um, you would literally scream and cry and wake me up but I never really understood why 
until the one day your mom explained to me that you were seeing somebody standing in your room. And I remember one of the first incidents, um, she called my mom and was like, I think somebody's been breaking into the house. Oh my God. <laughs> like, and, and if you remember, Ash, your, your house was not that big. So if somebody was going to yeah. break in, like. And in the middle of nowhere, nobody was going to break in there. Right. You, you, you probably would have heard it, but, um, yeah. and when you were going through this photo album, was it random, like just going through old pictures one day or was your mom like, let's figure out what this is? I, I don't remember. She just tells me stories about that. Okay. Now, Rachel. I'll have to ask her next time. I, I apologize, but didn't you, have, okay. haven't you mentioned that other family members have seen this individual? Yes. Um, yeah. <clears throat> if I'm not mistaken, it was your mother. Yes. Right? Yes. Um, I can only speak on what she has told me. Sure. I haven't experienced that particular thing myself. Um, I went through some very traumatic events, um, as a child. And my mom used to tell me that this, um, ancestor that the family sees would sit next to her in bed. And as the trauma became worse, he, this ancestor would actually lay down in bed next to her. So completely comforting, protecting. Yes. And caring um, for the family. Yeah. And that's the thing. I'm not going to get into Ashley's backstory. Yeah, that, that's fine. No, no, so, no. I don't, so, so wait, so this, this is like the earliest, your earliest memory. And you're talking about something that your mother experienced to other family members. Yeah. All right. Yeah. So is this, Ashley, is this something that has, I mean, you still experience, like, is this moved with you to different houses? Is it with you? Is it with other family? Like, yes. Or, um, I only see him when there's issues, I guess, even if I don't know there's an issue. So he's, he's more attached to you. Now. It's, um, it seems like he's um, more attached to you than other people in the family. I don't know, because I, I also. it is the whole family. Because yeah. my mom family. sees him, my dad used to see him back when we my, were with him too my mom sees him but i also think that your mother and your aunt are Sensitive. you know on the yeah. on that level as well yeah yeah so, i thought you were about to say spectrum for a <laughs> second. oh my goodness is there a, is there like a psychic spectrum because we, well, I mean, we, we really need to label be. that carefully I mean, because kind of. hey, you know, well, Rachel's Rachel's mother yeah, and, and I mean, aunt yeah. are on the spectrum. Yeah. It's like, um, <laughs> it's a different spectrum. This I is a whole, this is a whole different clear. topic. I'm yeah. just gonna throw this out there. I think everyone's a little bit on the spectrum. I uh, agree. Yeah, I, I suppose. I have weird things with textures and tastes. I mean, and I guess that's and... part of the spectrum. But anyways, <laughs> yeah, back to the back, back to, to the back psychic to spectrum. We'll call it. Yeah, um, Renji but... says, get back on topic. <laughs> I guess that's always been my impression is that the women in your family tend to have this ability or the sensitivity. And I also tend to think that that's why when we would talk about things with your grandmother around, she would get freaked out. And I think she never really came to terms with grandma, the possibility that that's just my impression. Gonna, she would never open up about it. I'm going to tell you right now, grandma knew about these things. Sure. She has experienced things as well, but she would never admit it because it scared her. 
Right. So I get the impression that the women in your family tend to have this sensitivity. Yeah. But out of curiosity, also, what was your uh, grandmother's upbringing like religiously? I mean, was she Catholic? Was she? I mean, just Christian. Yeah. I mean, the only reason I ask is because I Lutheran? there's there's Methodist Methodist. There's Methodist. lots of people that have like. I mean, I know a lot of Italian, like older Italian family members that they might be sensitive to something, but they deny it through and through. Mm-hmm. And it's like, because for them, it's such like, you don't even it's give almost taboo. Well, you don't, you don't give that any sort of yes. attention. So you don't that, admit it. You that don't breathe is something it. In, um, if I'm not going to say this for everybody who's Christian Methodist, but it's same with Catholic. Uh, oh, yeah. Our upbringing in our church, you didn't speak of that stuff because it brought negativity. It brought evil. It brought, you right. know, the worst. Same with Catholics. It, yep. Yeah. Um, and grandma was very religious, you know, church every Sunday and, you know, right. prayer it, before meals and stuff like that. I mean, it, we weren't... I don't want to say we were hardcore religious, but she no, she but, had her morals and her standards. But, but I mean, like it's it's. I shouldn't have said religion right off the bat with it, but I mean it is. There's different ethnicities that they in in the religious influence. Like for instance, but you're right. I'm, you're right though. I'm Irish Catholic, mm-hmm. so I mean you want to talk about a weird walk of life because traditionally most Irish Catholics believed in. Even the stuff you're not supposed to believe in. They're <laughs> right. like like yeah. Roman Catholic, they're like, Oh no, there's there's nothing else. The Irish right. Catholic are like well, there's, Ooh, there's, a, a leprechaun. There, there's a leprechaun that lives <laughs> in that house over there. Well, I've seen it. You know, my there was a woman, she was like a, would have been like a great grandmother to me. And she grew up over here in the Bristol Hills. Um and she was born in nineteen oh one, I think. And she um, she was almost 100 when she died, but she used to talk about that there was leprechauns. Like a lot of the people, <laughs> a lot of the people that lived in the Bristol Hills were Irish and they were like straight off the boat Irish. Yeah. And they believed that they had brought different fairies with them when they came over, that the like leprechauns lived in their houses. Like not, I don't want to make it sound like every one of them had a pet leprechaun. That's not what I'm saying, but but now they you know believed... where all your Tupperware and socks are going. Well, no, those are the <laughs> underpants, films. That's different. But, no, but, but that's like a topic probably stories. for another night. So that was Ooh, that's sorry. the other no, thing no, 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 no. you you just mentioned Native, Native American, American. stories. Yeah, they got so, little critters running around and lights, and it it makes sense that it'd be something that's easy to equate. You know little fairy activity or gnome activity or something to kind don't of don't cheapen the leprechaun here. experience this or is real leprechaun. i'm not gonna have you take that <laughs> away not, from her no i'm saying it very much like could be why ashley, why couldn't it ashley here? do you see leprechauns uh-huh. no no <laughs> no oh, so here though yes you yes <laughs> like items yeah, yeah. specific items yeah Go ahead, explain. What's the thing, items? We we want to hear. So the first time, I don't remember what it was. It was some toy. I was really young. And it just, it was gone. Like, I left it on my bed. I went out to my dad and was like, hey, this is gone. It just disappeared. We looked for it everywhere. And then later on, I found it right where I thought I left it on my bed. I was like, there's no way. I definitely looked here. We have stuff like that. I know it's it like seems the, funny. Where they, but... they do it like on purpose. The, They're like, the, this uh, make me feel nuts. The missing wedding ring, not the lost 
in the water wedding right ring, but the, we, we've had weird things round. like that i totally understand what she's saying yeah so you know you looked there you know that it wasn't mm-hmm. there and mm-hmm. then you come back two I days later thing, it's there i saw a thing that said that um it's like your ancestors looking out for you because if you would have left something bad would have happened right. so that stalls you for a little bit it's of time the, it's the time oh. it's the time delay thing the uh yeah yeah i uh I remember, not that this was anything to do with a ghost, but it it opened my eyes to the reality of that theory, which was I was about to, I was leaving a friend's house, lived just right up here near 5 and 20, and um, literally I would have backed out of his driveway and driven down the road and been at that next red light within, uh, I mean, 10 seconds, like nothing. Mm -hmm. And I was just about to pull forward and he came running out to tell me something and it was something completely random. And I literally was there as a car crossed over and there was like an accident with a dump truck and a car and the dump truck came right across where my car would have been setting at like 60 miles an hour and went up into that church, uh, like yard. Jesus. And it was like, if he hadn't stopped me, I would have just been right there at that red light and dead. Yikes. And so I, that's always, anytime that's people have terrifying. talked about like the ancestors, somebody stalling you for something, mm-hmm. I've always believed that that's a definite possibility. It was just the kids in my mm-hmm. house stealing my makeup. And they would make me beg for it back. And I'm like, please, I need that eyeshadow. And, and then sure enough, I would always show up in the same exact spot in the bathroom where I most certainly do not do my makeup. And it was always on the corner of the sink. Huh. Always. Huh. Hmm. So at nice. least I knew where it would show up. Yeah. <laughs> Has that, the missing stuff, does that happen to you a lot, Ashley? Um, not too often, just once in a while. Does that seem to... Um, like you mentioned that you kind of see this guy more when things are kind of going all wonky. Do you notice like other activity picking up when that happens or is this, or like uh, the things getting taken is kind of just whenever. I feel like the things getting taken is just kind of random. Yeah. I Um, I don't go ahead. Sorry. I don't think I see more activity when I see him either, but it's usually like when I'm questioning stuff or, something weird is going on i know that you had told me he was more prominent uh when your mom was going through the divorce correct yeah yeah um so what's the most recent and anything like happened like fairly recently with uh with the, the the figure or just anything in general um so the most recent one i actually didn't see him I was doing my friend's eyebrows at my house and she turned around and like screamed. And was like, whoa, what's going on? And later she messaged me and was like, hey, I saw this like guy in your house and like explained him to a T. And I was like, oh, that's okay. He's just here to like watch over the family. How, how long ago was this? Um, maybe a couple months ago. It, wow. That's... Has that... anyone else not in the family seen him? Well... I, that was the first time that I know of. Right. That's, but what's interesting there's kind of like a psychic kind of too. Oh, okay. Uh, so it wouldn't be out of the norm for so, her to see something. Well, it's just right. kind of weird though that, I mean, 
is the only time normally anybody in the family sees it when it's times of trouble or is it just a random so happenstance? most of the time from my, my understanding is when there's something something traumatic going on or something is coming huh um and i also know that he visits after there has been major trauma huh. so um does uh, this man look like a giant moth? No. Okay. <laughs> moth man. No. There's no connections to Point Pleasant. No. Uh, no. no, but he does come through ideas. the window with red eyes and <laughs> for some reason eats all the clothes in my closet. He's always chewing on my sweaters. Really the lamp. Yeah. I know. He stopped coming around when I put those moth balls out. I'm not sure what happened there. So I do... Mothman balls. <laughs> I do have a, a lot of information oh on the history of this gentleman and our family and yeah, I want to know who this his guy ancestors is. and all that. And um, so he is one of the children of the parents that first migrated from England um, and our family. So we're going back to 16, 1700s. And when they migrated from England, they settled in, um, I'm going to say Seneca Falls area, and they purchased a bunch of land. And the land where we, are, we grew up and our grandparents lived is part of that original land. Um, we even, the original land is still owned by our family. That's crazy. Um, and they were a family of veterinarians. And um, they had moved. Some had moved out of state. Some had moved in a different area. Of some settled out west, right? Yep. Yeah. Yep. And um, so we, we've just recently learned a lot of history into this. Um and then we're also, this is, so this is all my grandfather's side. And uh, going back on the Native American thing that you had mentioned, that was also something in my grandmother's upbringing. Mm. Um, her family member, um, I want to say it was her grandmother or her mother or grandmother or something like that was full-blooded Native American. And I believe that that's also part of why grandma did not talk about certain things was because of what she grew up with. Could be. Oh, that makes a lot of sense. Could be. That makes a lot of sense. And Ashley, if I'm correct, your dad is Native American as well, correct? Yeah. His mom, I believe, is full or very close to full. And that's also why I think uh, your dad tends to be a little sensitive too, and I think that's why he was That could be. It, it really does to seem to... See travel that way so having this sensitivity i mean throughout your life you've you've seen a lot of things that you know somebody that's kind of oblivious to things such as myself <laughs> would would miss uh, yep. any other kind of standout examples of of this um so another main one would probably be i spent a lot of time at my one friend's house and one night we were taking pictures and we saw a little girl in the picture. Um, I'd also wake up with like 
E's carved into my headboard and my phone. E? Um, like E V E. The letter E. E. Oh, the yeah. letter E. Mm-hmm. Okay. Oh. Yep. It's the ghost of Eminem. Um, <laughs> my mom's had things like thrown at her. Oh yeah, I was there for. Rachel one of those. was there for that one, I think. <laughs> yep. Like deliberately. <laughs> yes. At you so... throw. So let's hear this story. This is this is yeah. uh, interesting. So it has witnesses. Ashley um, was getting grounded for something. My aunt had literally just grounded her, oh, sent her to no. her room. I'm sitting in the living room. This is at my mom's house. Sitting in the living room, and I heard Ashley close the door, and then all of a sudden I hear my aunt scream, and I'm like, what is going on? And as I'm looking as she's screaming, I see a bag of onions fly across <gasps> the kitchen. <laughs> oh, my God. And I literally stood up, and I was like, what was that? She was like, yep, she just threw a bag of onions at me. I'm like, Ashley's in her room. What are you talking about? And she's like, oh, no, her little ghost friend. I ran out of the house so quick and I was like, nope, I'm done. Like, I don't want to do anything with this. It scared the living daylights out of me. But Ashley, you've had other experiences that um, you talk about, like riding in the car with your mom and like things randomly happening. Is it all? Those are kind of more like premonitions, I think. Okay. I was was going to ask you if you were... um, if, if you did experience premonitions, I know for myself, yeah. there, there'll be times that Philip or myself are driving down the road and I will tell him, don't go that way. And yep. then come to find out later on that there was something major that happened in the route that we were originally going to go. So, so, so ex- creepy when that happens. <laughs> yeah. So, so explain some of these situations. Um, so I had one, I was pretty young. My, Mom and dad were driving, and in front of them, grandma and grandpa were driving with a trailer on the back. I was kind of sitting in the back seat, looking up at the window, or out the window, up at the window. (laughs) (laughs) Um, I saw a cloud kind of like in the shape of a cat, and then I just started imagining that like our cat was looking down at us and was like, you will not hurt these people. They're not going to die today and stuff like that. And then up over the hill, um, my grandparents' trailer got hit by a guy. I think he was doing, like, 90 or something crazy like that. Uh, The trailer, like, came off their truck. Their truck spun around. The trailer was, like, destroyed. And if it was, like, a little bit later, that would have been our car, and we probably would have been dead. That's scary. There's there's that thing again. Yeah, right? yeah. Yep. That's that is... crazy. So do you? But feel... they were completely unharmed. So so out of curiosity, just because I, I always notice, like everybody, it seems like people that are sensitive and people that are more in tune, um, notice different things better uh, than than others. And I know that sounds intrinsically what we're talking about, but what I mean <laughs> is, I have met like like Becca. I've known you for uh, what almost twenty years. And Probably yeah, it, and we um, like all the time I've known you, I know you're sensitive, but like, do you notice that you're more sensitive about specific things? Like I tend to pick up, For I'm sure. not saying I'm remotely sensitive at all. I think all people are. I think if you, you're in tune with it, you can kind of figure things out. I cannot walk into a room 
and tell you that there's a ghost here or a spirit or whatever you want to call it. I do, however, pick up on when something feels off, like bad. Yeah. Yep. And I don't know if that comes from a decade and a half in corrections or if that it's like that gut instinct. It definitely attributes if, to it. Yeah. yeah. If Mine I walk comes into from a, a home where parents fight a lot, yeah. you walk in and you just know there was a fight. Right, and but, so you're like, but okay, I'm just saying, like, like for me, if I was going to say that I was any sort of sensitive, which I'm not saying I am. Mm-hmm. It's I can trust my gut instinct enough yeah. that I know if I walk into something and I feel like something is dangerous or off, I feel it. Yeah. I don't pick up on anything else. So I'm not saying I am sensitive. I was just curious if you notice anything specific that you pick up on. So I think most often what I feel the most is getting the emotions. So if I'm kind of in a room, I, I it's don't like know. empathic. Though. Yeah. I, I might just like start feeling like I want to cry or I get really upset for no reason. Right. And, or, you know, you get the monkey brain and it starts cycling and then you kind of have to pull yourself back and be like, okay, is this what I'm thinking right now? Or like, why am I even but this that's upset? A, that's a very specific type of thing. But that is, that is mostly what it is. I can get kind of the feelings of things. And, right. um, you know, I've also heard voices so you have you know the the audio side to it too but not nearly as often right um so just kind of asking that i was just i was just curious because while we've got our guest on i just like ashley do you (laughs) i mean you know you've said you've seen this and you you've seen i'm just curious what do you feel like you're if you're sensitive what do you feel is it just empathic like what becca's saying with emotions or, or is yours on a different like a different type um, I don't think I really feel emotions. Okay. Um, I can like, I can walk into a room. I generally don't feel if there's a ghost there. Like, if it's not a problem, you know what I mean? Right. But I have like walked overtly. into a couple houses that I'm like, oh no, we can't be in here. Yeah. Yeah, that's why we're gonna take our house shopping when we. Yeah. Oh, I don't know if take we have that. Ashley and Becca with you. Yeah, Ashley will be like, I don't want to go in there. <laughs> Becca, yeah, Becca's yeah. sitting there like crying, hugging her knees in the corner. And Ashley's like, I don't like it. I don't like it. Me and you are like downstairs going, geez, a nice coat of paint would be nice right here. <laughs> yeah, this would be an awesome man cave. We could put a bar over here. Uh, that's never right, mind. Yeah. We're not and, and us ladies are like, we're getting the hell out of here. Yeah. Okay, bye. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I was just kind of curious with that, but. That's that's interesting. I love hearing yeah. that from other people because it's like I, I don't know. I get so used to to getting in my own feels and yeah. Um, you just yeah. I don't know how to explain it other than you just kind of know it's just in your head. Uh, yeah. So, but but other people they feel it different. Yeah. I, I can walk in say I'm uncomfortable. Someone's like, no. Nope, I I'm fine. also know that I myself pick up on energy mm-hmm. frequencies and other people. Yes. Um, Ashley, I don't know if you're the same way or Becca, you are. Mm -hmm. um, But if somebody can try to hide their true feelings, no matter what, and you just know, like something's up, it doesn't matter how close you are to them. If you're in a room full of people and there's that one miserable person and they're trying to play it off, like it doesn't matter. I pick it up and I, I pick up all of their emotion with it and it brings me down. Yeah. Um, And it's, yeah, I can do that with people. Yeah. And it's, it's really struggling. So when they say that, um, you can feel people's energies, it's, it's a legitimate thing. Yeah. Oh, absolutely. So 
we know you had the experience with uh, your ghost friend there. You, was that just brought upon while you were at your friend's house? And you, wh- what really led up to that? I'm just curious as to how that kind of attaches or they attach themselves to you rather. Hmm. That's a good question. We were just kind of being dumb. It was late at night, like walking around, taking pictures. I think we went outside at one point and like, so just to give the audience an idea, what were you using to take pictures? And it was just a like regular flip phone. It was, before we had internet on our phone or anything like that. And good cameras. It's like one right. of the old LG <laughs> flip ones. Yeah. You had to call after nine o'clock because the minutes were free. <laughs> yes. I yeah. miss those. <laughs> yeah, those so, nice. so this wasn't high tech. Um, obviously, this was in your your early teen years, right? Yeah. And I think I was maybe like 11 at the time. Okay. So this was pre-iPhone, pre Samsung's pre. <laughs> I guess my question: yep. You weren't like doing anything with a Ouija board or doing any crazy uh, seancey type. <laughs> Light as a feather, <laughs> stiff as a board. Light yeah, a... <laughs> yeah. Anything like that? It just kind of because again, I, I realize that having a sensitivity, sometimes these things are drawn to you because you're light to them. So that was my right. question: Is if yeah. you had any sort of inkling as to as to why she chose you, or maybe you were close enough in age. And she could sense that in you? We weren't doing anything. Um, I did spend most of the summer there. Okay. So that's kind of cool. It just seems like she found you to be similar enough to her. So we found out who the guy was. Did you ever find out who this E is? Yes. Rachel did a ton of research on that because of all the weird things that kept going on. Yes, um, I actually, um, and actually your mom has a ton of the information too. Um, Which, by the way, we we tried to get, we just didn't have enough time to garner all of the solid information on yes. this. And that's something that we can update eventually on the website where yeah. we have absolutely we have that information. We're um, trying to, if we get the picture, I'll... Ashley I'll... has given us permission yes. to post cool. the picture. People Ooh, can pictures. take a look at it. Um, I'm yes. not going to point anything out on the picture. You guys look at it for yourselves. Um, just know that this wasn't taken with a fancy camera. This was literally a flip phone from like... This is kind of pre-video uh, editing yep. or picture editing. So this I, I don't is, even think you well, can I mean, record on those phones. Certainly pre-having the ability on a, on a telephone. Well, sure. Yeah. Yeah. There was That's no I mean. apps on a cell phone yeah. or anything like that. Um, but I, we did do a bunch of research. And in this house that she was staying at with her friend, this, you know, they owned it. And I did a bunch of property research and come to find out um, – I, I'm not going to say the exact year. I know it was between like 17, 1800, somewhere in there. Um, once I pro- nice ballpark. Yeah, right. Well, <laughs> it's, a fair, once, it's a good once, century. <laughs> once I have everything in front of me, I, I don't want to say 1800s sure. and then be wrong. But um, I mean, we can say historically speaking. Yes. Yeah. So um, the father uh, was a pyrotechnician and he took care of the fireworks for the annual festival in that area and he stored them in the basement what happened was is something had i don't even know the story but it's already (laughs) sounds like a wise idea 
Um, I feel but, like I know where it's going. But yeah. something had triggered the fireworks to go off and fire. <laughs> <laughs> Hmm. fire heat <laughs> i don't know i i don't remember if the kids were like down in the basement i don't know um it's all in the paperwork that we have um but anyways the fireworks went off the house exploded the little boy um died instantly and the girl that was following ashley around um was she was still alive en route to the hospital when they arrived to the hospitals when she passed. Or the town doctor, however that, yeah. that worked yeah. Back, in the, yeah. back in the Twitter, day. Yeah. yeah. So, um, interestingly enough, Ashley, once this was discovered, uh, what was your experience then? Did, did it persist, persist? Or what was the... What I was believe the... after we discovered it, we, like, we asked her to join us for dinner. Mm-hmm. And then after that, we never heard from her again. So it was just like a. So, oh, you so this turned out different than that remember. Conjuring movie I saw <laughs> yes, or the Annabelle yes. movie I saw. So just wanted some acknowledgement, but yeah. it seems it seems to me, and again, I'm I'm only speaking from the outside and knowing is that it saw someone similar in age in Ashley and someone that could sense her and wanted her story to be told. Just yeah. out of curiosity, did your friend ever complain of like weird things going on in the house? Um, like, I think she did. Okay. And like, since I was at her house most of the time, she would see like the ease on the headboard and in my phone. And I'm pretty sure she even woke up with scratches or something. Holy moly. Ashley, um, did you ever wake up with scratches or anything like that? I don't think so. I do. I do remember you showing me your phone and yeah. There was an E etched into the back of the phone. I was just about to ask, like, what do you mean it's in the phone? Like, you open up the text and it's just like someone T9'd the crap no, 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 out no. of E or something? No, or... they literally, T9. on the back of the T9. phone. T9. <laughs> well, that, wow. yeah. Blast That's back. how far back it was Did going, not T9. even. <laughs> so, on the back of the phone, the outside, oh, she literally had etched E in. And that's where I started. Oh, that's where I started, Weird. like, doing the research was, what does the E stand for? And this little this little girl's name is Emma. Oh. And that's, once I figured out the little girl's name and the history of the property, that's like when everything kind of just like eased up. That's really, that's really interesting actually. It, it certainly a, certainly an experience. Mm-hmm. That's wild. Yeah. Anything else, uh, even, even small things in passing that, that you, that were notable to you that maybe weren't notable to others? Um, I know me and my cousin Cody, we, when we used to ride the school bus to school, we'd go past this one graveyard and we'd always see this figure. It kind of looked like a Grim Reaper type figure. And we'd both be like, oh, did you see that? And just kind of like, all right, let's go back about our day. Uh, is that the main one in town that you're talking of? This is the one where yeah, my grandpa was yeah. in school. Okay. Yes, that one. Holy moly. Yep. It's funny, but I've I've heard of that there, and I don't think it was through your family. I think this was pre um, me ever having met Rachel, which is kind of a that's crazy. Yeah, that's kind of weird. Um. Yeah. <laughs> so what were they doing? Just standing and, in there? Yeah, just standing there. Huh. 
don't know. They probably forgot why they went there. (laughs) They like jump out of the grave and they're like, oh shit, why did I come out here? (laughs) Trying to remember. That's going to be me. Which grave site is mine? (laughs) It's cold out today. (laughs) And I've I've been in that cemetery a lot and I've never had a bad feeling from it. And I never see anything when I'm walking through there. It was just always on the way to school. And did that specifically when you saw it, it didn't give you a bad feeling. It was just kind of like, huh, that's weird. Yeah, it just kind of surprised me, like, seeing it. No kidding. I I can't say as I've ever seen it, but there is a corner of that cemetery that does make me uncomfortable. And I am perfectly comfortable everywhere else in the cemetery because we have a lot of family buried in that cemetery. Yeah. Um, But there's one area of that cemetery that I, I just, it makes me uncomfortable. I wouldn't say I'm sensitive in any means, and there's I've never been uncomfortable in, in the area, but I've only been there a handful of times as well. I mean, there are times where I go places sensitive. and my, right, my, the hair stands up on my back. But like we said last time, what I'm perceiving, right, <laughs> you right. know, there's they're on a scale of one to ten, they're perceiving it at one, and and it doesn't. I don't. I don't even get an inkling that it's there until right, it's like a right. 12. Well, that's, that's, <laughs> so. that's exactly how that works, especially when you're not in tune with those things. Um, and I mean, it's not, it seems like women, women tend to be more in tune with things like that. It's just it's something I've well, noticed. You hear that a lot going through like people's families and stuff. It, you tend to hear like, oh, it runs on my mom's side of the family or something. Or if there's a son in the family who happens to be sensitive, like you don't hear about the male line for some reason. Because the psychic gene is it's directly linked to estrogen is that is that what it is i listen as a doctor (laughs) oh you're a doctor well i'm an emt which is basically like a doctor (laughs) oh dear lord (laughs) here we go no but i thought the b stood for barely (laughs) oh god no but i I mean i I definitely think that's true and I, I mean, I just don't know if, hell, I mean, it could be survival of the fittest idea. Like, women sensed there was bad and evil to run away, and guys were just like, yeah, I got to keep traipsing through there. They were expendable. <laughs> I don't know. But. I do have to say, um, and at some point, um, you know, I will discuss further into this with my brother, but my brother is very sensitive, and I didn't realize it until I got older. So there was a lot that I didn't understand he was seeing until I guess that kind of, yeah, because that follows the point, too, where it's like a lot of times guys aren't going to say, oh, I see something creepy or something like that. Like They probably would assume just don't say anything about it. So you don't hear them reporting. Well, well, I mean, it also just kind of goes hand in hand with the idea. Like, I'm not I'm not trying to get into like any sort of a gender talk. Like, I don't mean like (sighs) that. But what I am saying is traditionally men tend to put their emotions yeah. aside. You guys are you, the hunters and the gatherers. Well, and... I mean, it's, it's there were the warriors. They were the <laughs> yeah. people that were supposed to, like, you, you weren't supposed to be afraid of things. You were supposed to muscle through and deal with it. And that shows and, weakness if you, if you are. Right, so. And, and so, I mean, just naturally, if you think about that, if you're raising a son and you want your son to be tough and, and you know, Survive. you don't, you don't want him yeah. to be in touch with his feelings. So just through, I mean, whether it's through as the testosterone dump happens, you start getting more like less and less in tune. I don't know. But I think a lot of it boils down to just, I mean, you, you repress a lot of those things. Yeah. Right. You which, know, which also that that's kind of something you did too. Right, Ashley, as, as you, as you got older, you kind of 
it was a bit overwhelming. So you sort of yeah. tried to shut the doors and keep things out, if if I'm recalling correctly. It scared me a lot as a child, so I kind of, yeah, I block, started blocking stuff. Well, so the question becomes is, if you hadn't blocked it, if you had rolled with it and kind of like let yourself become more in tune with it, where would you be now? Would it have changed anything? And I don't, I don't have an answer. Oh no. It's that right. question. Well, I mean, I it's, it's the idea that, you know, if you take someone who was raised in a situation, once again, back to the religious idea, if you have a culture like the native Americans or anyone else where somebody that was in tune with spirits would have been recognized and celebrated versus they were raised in a devout Catholic home where they're like, no, you, you don't even acknowledge that it's something. You know, how much do they choke down and never experience versus the person who was allowed to flourish? Would it have been further ahead? It's always an interesting idea. Yeah. <laughs> Ashley, are you are you trying to open that door back up? I was just going to ask. Yeah, I am trying, but I don't really have any idea how. And and um, that can also be. I would recommend shrooms. She wants to open it slowly, not kick it down. <laughs> Listen, I'm she, just saying. She wants to open to be sensitive to what's here, not not the alien as, life form. <laughs> as listen. <laughs> Yeah, we Ashley, talked about that earlier. As a medical professional, oh god, here we go. I'm just saying, <laughs> I have to keep giving the caveat to anybody listening. I am not a medical professional. This is all me being a dick. Like, <laughs> someone's gonna be like, "Well, you know, Doctor Champlin." Oh, no, 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 no. Doctor Champlin has this great podcast where he yes, talks about no, no, he does macro not. dosing mushrooms. No, he does not. He does not talk about. It. But you know, I, on that topic do you guys have any take on that? Like the idea of, so the, the old, the old thought was, you know, you take something like shrooms and it, it makes your, alters your brain chemistry enough that you hallucinate and your, whatever your mind is seeing is just whatever your brain's cooking up. But there's the original thought of it, which it's altering your brain's perception chemically enough that you are perceiving what is actually reality. What act, well, it's, it's a different form of reality right. or it's through the veil or whatever you want to yeah. look at it. Um, I, I personally, I kind of agree with that. I think that certain, and I'm not talking like, let's go to Woodstock and drop 10 hits of acid and, <laughs> you know, run for our lives. But I'm, I'm saying there's a lot of research on the microdosing and opening up yeah. different parts of. I don't necessarily think acid is no. as legit. <laughs> well, no, no. The, the reason I the reason I say it is because, like, I was at a party once where I accidentally got, <laughs> got acid. Like, air quotes. Yeah, everyone is listening. There's air quotes going on I right now. I swear to you. Accidentally. I swear to you. There was a party that went on every year. It was this massive party not far from here. And the guy who ran it used to hide acid in food. Once every year, he would hide it in something different. So he steve-oed it with yes. acid oh in that. So, so I, oh I had some and didn't know it. And I remember, and I mean, it must have been a mild amount. And I'm not going to say I'm some acid aficionado. I don't know. <laughs> but I just remember I was sitting by the bonfire. I was smoking a cigarette. And I looked across and, and directly across the fire from me was this pile of of like branches 
that were f- for burning in the bonfire. Oh, oh, okay. They were actually there? They were actually there. <laughs> okay. <laughs> and I remember looking at it, and I, as I'm looking at it, I just remember thinking to myself, God, that looks like a giant spider. Like oh where its God. legs are all like oh, curved. No. See, this is why I don't and mess with this I'm shit. Out. And I'm looking <laughs> at it. It's too fast and too and, stupid. And, and I can't as, do that. Well, so as I'm staring at it, I'm like, man, that looks like a giant like tarantula. Mm-mm. And all of a sudden, its legs kind of start moving. Oh, God, no. And I'm no, sitting there going, no. oh, my God, oh, my God, oh, my God. Well, the parties, the, the guy who ran the party was happened to be sitting over next to me and just starts laughing, goes, ha, 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 you ate this, didn't you? And I was like, what? And that's how I found out that he had oh, put no. acid in it. Oh, and, Lord. and the worst part of all that whole story, and once again, I'm not some drug aficionado, but like, isn't there a limit to how much you're supposed to take? Like, <laughs> dear God, what if he I'm had sure. put it in something he's like, but I hid it in the cupcakes, and some fatty ate like thirty-five of them. Yeah. It just dies. Like I'm over there, my my pupils are dilated so so far. You think I'm I'm a black-eyed child? <laughs> and that takes us full circle back to the black-eyed children. No, right but there. just just I want to make a note. I said they Steve owed the food, and for those of you. Majority of you won't know uh, what I'm talking none about. Of, <laughs> none but of we, you will know to our two gentle we, listeners. We. <laughs> We have this great guy at work. I love him. I went to academy with him, and his his stick is when he makes dinner, he hides something in the dinner. And he, oh, no. my favorite is usually his... it's a sour patch kid, and he'll put it in. He a makes salad. a Stevo salad, <laughs> which you... is amazing. Oh my gosh! Just he makes a salad, just throws all. It's the craziest thing you've ever had, and you'll all of a sudden stick your fork, and it, like you take a bite, you're like. What is this rub? Oh my god! And it's just a sour patch kid. It's, it's like a blue sour it's, patch kid. It's like where they hide the little baby Jesus in the king's cake or whatever. Yeah. For, uh, I was thinking about that earlier. That's, it's like yeah. it's a sour patch. It's, oh crap! I've got to make the salad next time. <laughs> oh, I got the no. Stevo treat. Yeah. So, so that's kind of that's kind of it. I think I'd rather find a sour patch kid than acid. <laughs> yeah, I feel like it would be me. terrifying to be on acid and not knowing it. Well, so I'm glad he was there because I don't really like spiders, so it was already off-putting to me. And I don't know, I mean, I don't know a lot about it like I said, but it was mild enough and I don't really, well, I don't really remember the rest of the night, so I guess I don't know how good it was, but it was that was the only thing I really remember. And as soon as he said it, I, I kind of looked over and it's like it wasn't moving anymore. But the rest of the night is kind of a blur. I'm ah, the power of suggestion. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh Once God. you knew it was over. Kill it with fire. <laughs> yeah, oh well, it was across the fire. The fire wasn't killing it. I was I was screwed no matter what happened. So you add more fire. Duh. <laughs> yes, yes. Well, I certainly want to take an opportunity here. Uh, well, we've got a moment to thank Ashley for joining us tonight. Yes, thank yeah, you. Yes, thanks, thanks, Ashley. Definitely some pretty yeah, awesome stories. Yes. Uh, you're welcome anytime. You can even come in and do an in-studio interview at some point. I know there's more stories that we didn't quite quite touch on, but I think we hit some of the major ones. Again, that, that had to be something to experience when you were that young. It really must have been. Yes. Thank, uh, it yeah, would have scared yeah. me out of my wits, probably. Yeah, thank you for coming and sharing. We do appreciate it. Uh, yes, thank you, Ashes. Um, and we will definitely be posting some. Um, yeah, we'll the, we'll get the rest of the information yeah. up on um, what we can about the family member. Although we're going to try to keep that relatively uh, sure under wraps again, sure. just because 
it's family, it's close, it's history. Yeah. Um, if we can find the information out about Emma. Yep. Um, and in we'll that situation, that I have to imagine there's there's some pretty good data out there that we just haven't been able find. to find. And I know yeah. that your aunt has some, and yep. that you have some in other places. So once we compile that, that'll certainly go up on the website to kind of corroborate the story. But in the interim, uh, awesome, awesome story. Thank you so much, Ashley. We, we appreciate your time and your willingness to uh, let us kind of interview you here. Yeah. Thank yeah. you, guys. Absolutely. And uh, for everybody listening, uh, remember to check us out. We have our websites up. It's uh, darkhollowpodcast.com. And uh, you can find us on Podbean and google we're on a bunch of different ones spotify. so spotify radio yep so if you're a fan of the spooky and the ghosties and the ghoulies and you like a good story and or a rambling of <laughs> idiotic <laughs> statements <laughs> or, or listening to people have some awesome stories you'd like to share yes uh you can email us uh dark hollow podcast at gmail.com so check uh, us out give us a like follow us share us with your friends and until we see you again Take care, and don't be scared.